Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here, we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. Today we're going to continue the series Actor versus Actor. This is part two. The first one was Ben Affleck versus Matt Damon. Today we're doing Julia Roberts versus Sandra Bullock. And the premise of this series is who would you rather be? So in other words, whose career do you would you rather have and whose overall personal life would you rather have? So we are going to each make a case. We're each championing somebody. I'll be championing Sandra Bullock and May will be championing Julia Roberts. And we're just going to have like an opening take, a quick review of some of their more famous works, and then just talk about a review of their overall career and then a little glimpse into their personal life. So I will go first. Now, the reason we picked Bullock versus Roberts is because they're roughly the same age there are three years difference between the two. And Sandra Bullock is older by three years. She was born in 64. Roberts was born in 67. So they're both well into their 50s. And they break, they kind of broke into Hollywood at different times by a couple of years. I would say Sandra Bullock's first prominent role would be Love Potion number nine, which uh, we'll talk about in a second. May, have you seen Love Potion number nine? I have. It, okay. It's a mediocre movie. Mediocre movie, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could say that and then Demolition Man were kind of like her appetizers before Speed. And then Robert starts, I would say, in retrospect, after Pretty Women, people went back to Mystic Pizza. But, you know, we could say around 89 I could say probably, uh, yeah, about 88. So they roughly start around the same time. And that's why they're somewhat contemporaneous. They both do just some drama and they both do some comedies. So I'll start with Bullock here. My opening take on Sandy, as everybody calls her, is that Sandy <laughs> is, I think, perceived by Hollywood and by America as more of America's darling than Julia Roberts. I think that Sandy has a wider breadth of a career, meaning though she started a few years after, Bull, uh, after Roberts did, she has had a longer career. Now they both have one Academy Award win, which nullifies each other out. I would argue that both of them got theirs for roles that they really don't deserve the Academy Award. I know we'll disagree on that, May, which is fine. But I think Bullock has more range. That being said, I don't think she's got that much range, but she has more range. I feel she is stronger in the comedy and decent in the drama. And I feel that all of America likes Sandy Bullock, in particular, middle America, in, in addition to the elite. And this is just kind of my opening take as to why I think Bullock, 
I would rather be. And I think Bullock has had a better career. And I think the, the number one thing is breadth of career. Now, you could say, well, look at Guns N' Roses, right? They're the most, probably the last iconic rock band. And they were around five years. Look at the Beatles. They were around six years. So it's not necessarily breadth of a career that makes a great career. Because there are a lot of career actors and actresses that have been working for 40 years that nobody knows. But I would say there's something to be said how she is still relevant 30 years after getting her break. And that's my opening take. What's your opening on Miss Julia Roberts? Well, I, I do think that back in the day, uh, in, the, in the 80s and 90s, she was America's sweetheart. Um, she was fresh-faced, spunky, redheaded beauty with giant coarse mouth smile or whatever <laughs> teeth um, that people have come to make fun of her about. But um, she is from Smyrna, Georgia. She lost her father, Walter, when she was about nine or 10 years old. She's the younger sister of Eric Roberts and the aunt of uh, Emma Roberts. Which and we so, did mention in the Nepo episode. If you guys haven't watched that, we do mention the Roberts family. I won't spoil it, but uh, one of us right. mentions them as being as as uh, Julia Roberts and Emma Roberts being big Nepo babies. Go ahead. Yeah, she's you know she's been sexy, of course, and pretty woman. She's been dazzling. She can be quite funny or comedic in all her roles, practically, but not all of them. She's also very dramatic in some of her roles, too. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to admit, she doesn't have a whole lot of range. And she mainly plays positive, uh, good people with pretty simple character arcs. And, you know, there is one movie that I really like her in, which I'll mention later. But, um, that's not so simple. So yeah, that, that's basically my take on Julia okay. Roberts. Thank you on that. All right, so I'm gonna do a quick review of her Ove, Miss Bullock's Ove. And then of course you can retort to some of the things I say about Sandy and then you can do your little review of the highlights of Julia's career and I'll do a little retort. So Bullock, of course, I mean, I think people will always remember Sandy for speed while you were sleeping, I think are probably her two most iconic works, uh, an early Sandy. Now, look, I will concede, May, Sandra Bullock is not as attractive in the face, nor as sexy as Julia Roberts. I don't consider Julia Roberts necessarily to be a sex siren, but she is, I think most people would agree, both at their peaks in the 90s, I think, Julia Roberts is more beautiful, is, is, a, is a more attractive woman. But uh, you can respond to that when you talk about uh, Julia. But I think her coming out in speed, great chemistry with Keanu. She is seen as a just charming, breath of fresh air. Who is this girl? Then she follows it up with While You're Sleeping, which is a great rom-com. I'd say one of the top 20 rom-coms of the last 30 years. And then, you know, she does some, some crap. The net, I think it's crap. Time to Kill, she's all right, but nothing special in that. Speed 2, which is a complete disaster. That's when they brought in Jason Patrick, which we'll talk about in the Julia Roberts uh, personal life part. And then Hope Floats is kind of seen as a, a, a romantic rom-com, kind of famous movie. Then later, she does Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman. You know, all right, you know. 
28 Days is when she's rehabbing the rehab movie. But then she busts out Miss Congeniality, another one of our top five, I think, iconic movies. She's great in that. And of course, there's a sequel to that. Murder by Numbers. I don't know if you really have a take on that movie. I two liked weeks, it. You liked it. Okay. Yeah. Two, two Weeks Notice, I do love. That's her Hugh Grant movie. I think she's mm -hmm. kind of cute as the secretary. And I think they have good chemistry. Then she's in the Academy Award Best Picture winner, Crash, which we talked about, an overrated Best Picture winners. And then she kind of has uh, some, some, the middle knots are not the best for her. Lake House with Keanu, Premonition. But she returns the form with The Proposal. I think that is easily in her top five of, of movies. And then she follows that up that year with her Academy Award winning uh, movie, The Blind Side. We're look. I'm I'm championing Sandy. I don't think she did anything special. And I actually think there's a lot of commonality between Julia's Aaron Brockovich and Sandy's Blindside. But we can talk about that later. Doesn't do much for four years. And she does The Heat, which I think is a pretty funny cop comedy with Melissa McCarthy. That year, she also does Gravity, which I think she does a good job in that dramatic role. And then she just nothing really until Ocean's 8 in 2018 and Bird Box, which is that Netflix movie. And then nothing for four years until Lost City in Bullet Train. So the, my, my point is this, like Julia, like a lot of actors, there's going to be desert island moments where there's not much going on in the career. But if you look, 1994, all the way to 2022, Sandy is relevant. Sandy can open a movie. She opened Lost City, which was well-received. And I think that says a lot about her. My naysay to, to Sandy is that in most of her iconic movies, like The Proposal, like The Heat, she plays the uptight woman who needs to be relaxed. And I think that's her go-to stick. And I think Robert's kind of has her go-to stick. But that's my one complaint on, on Sandy is that in the comedies, Two weeks notice is no different. She's always the uptight kind of OCD prick who needs to be relaxed. And bullet trains, or I'm sorry, Lost City is no different. She's the uptight writer who needs to be relaxed. All right. Okay. Do you have a response to any of the Sandy stuff? I, no, I agree with you on most of it. You know, I think Crash, she actually plays somewhat of a bitchy character. Yeah. Crash. So <laughs> that's something that Julia Roberts would not do. Um, in any of her movies, I don't think. Um, and you think about you think about uh, Crash. That's really the only role that I could think of where she's intentionally unlikable. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was actually refreshing to see that. Yeah, I agree. And the right. line side, you know, she's she plays a very sexy woman. You yeah. know, actually, yeah. in her late forties, I would think. By Look, then. Blind and, side. Um, Blindside to me was one of these, let's just give it to Sandy because we've loved her for 15 years. She's just playing a feisty Southern woman. Oh, uh, what's that about with Brockovich? But, uh. but I do think that the, the competition probably wasn't as uh, up to par that year. So she was able to get that Oscar uh, that year um, in 2010, I believe. All right, all right. Let's talk about Julia's uh, work because we got 10 minutes. Well, Julia's work, you know, you said, I think, in a previous episode that her breakout film is Mystic Pizza. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't really 
quite agree with that. I mean, I think she had sort of more of a supporting role in that film. Yeah. Um, of course, there's also Pretty Woman, which is the film that she was first nominated for Best Actress, and that was kind of a questionable nomination. I would agree. She um, didn't deserve that. Yeah, but she does a good job in it, and she's very comedic. And I mean, what, what, but, but what does she do in that? She she's just the ingenue prostitute with a heart of gold. And right, but okay, there there is that worthy of like that, that picture? Is that there worthy? Hasn't of been a movie like that since then, you know. And and even Emma Roberts, her little niece or whatever, who's in her thirties now, actually, um, I believe, put that costume on. As a, as a Halloween costume, what she wore back then with the black boots and, you know, the whatever, the tie-dyed blue. She, she did other movies, too. Like in 1990, I believe she did Flatliners with Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, who was yeah. her uh, fiancé, who you mentioned in an episode. Yeah. Um, she also did um, The Pelican Brief, which I think she was decent in, John Grisham uh, novel with Denzel Washington. She did Mona Lisa Smile, where she plays a free-thinking art professor. Uh, she's also in Stepmom with Su Susan Sarandon. Mm. And she kind of plays like the, she is the stepmom, but she also feels like the other woman in that film. And she also did Notting Hill with Hugh Grant and uh, the Oceans films. But you know, you know how I feel about the Oceans movies. I don't think that her she, I don't think her role was really that juicy or pertinent to the story, really. Uh, just perhaps eye candy. But anyways, um, I think her best role up to, up to date is Closer, of two thousand four. Yes. She yes. plays Anna. Yeah. And I mean, why she is so good in that is because that is a great screenplay, actually, because it's it's about four people who get intertwined in this love, you know, quadrangle type thing. And she just plays so depressing and so self-loathing that I think she's very good in that kind uh -huh. of role. I agree. I love that movie because it's the one of the few movies where Roberts actually cusses. There's a lot of profanity oh, yeah. in the movie. And it's just weird right. hearing her see the, say the C word. <laughs> to mother yes. like, this is Julia Roberts. What's she doing? Right. And, you know, she's still not a bitch, though. She's still not a bitch. She's still just somebody who just hates herself because of what she's done to her marriage. Mm. And I actually forgot about three of her other 80s movies, which are um, Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah. Um, not so great. Dying Young, which yeah. is nineties, nineties, and Still Magnolias with Sally Field, and she's she's all right in Still Magnolias, I think, as the dying Shelby. But um, you know, I don't think any of her movies with Tom Hanks have been very impressive at all or memorable. Name me an impressive movie she's done in the last fifteen years. You know, I can't because, you know, I don't like the Oceans movies. And yeah, even, even the last Oceans movie was done in 2005. Yeah, name me an iconic Roberts movie of the last 15 years. I don't know. She Did she do uh, Eat, Pray, Love? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That might I be the last one. 
yeah, she did something that was kind of spiritual and self-liberating. That was that 2010, time. 2010. Yeah. And so she she really hasn't shown much range, really. And um, yeah, I'll admit that. But right. she is she is still considered America's sweetheart for some reason. Okay. Even we got Sandy, you know. We got about five minutes left. Let's let's review personal lives really fast here because again, it's like who would we rather be? Okay. So Roberts was uh, banging a lot of dudes early on. Jason Patrick, Liam Neeson, of course, Kiefer she was engaged to, Dylan McDermott, Matthew Perry. And then eventually she did, we have an episode on this, ran off of Jason Patrick before getting married to Kiefer. And then later she was married to Lyle Lovett. That was one of those what's going on here marriages. Right. And then later, she married cameraman Danny Motor, who she met on the set of The Mexican, and they've been married, you know, even today, 20 plus years, and they have children together. Right. They have Bullock, three children. Yeah. yeah. Bullock was dating, I think her her relationships are a little more troubled, I think, because, I mean, I think most people remember her for dating Jesse James, that, t that tattoo guy, biker guy mm -hmm. who ended up cheating on her. But she's had some some rough relationships uh, in her past. She's been uh, with the same guy, I think, since 2015, Brian Randall. But overall, I mean, really? she, yeah, she, uh, her, her personal life isn't the best. I think certainly Julia Roberts has kind of had more of the, the uh, I mean, she did have some wild times early on. She was reputed to have some substance abuse and drinking problems at her peak in the early 90s. Uh, but, you know, last 20 years, she's settled down. I think she's, she tends to have a more kind of tranquil uh, love relationship, kind of like with Affleck and Damon, you know. And, she was, and also, she was also rumored to have dated Ryan Reynolds before yeah. Blake Lively. So, That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. He, he exchanged the old lady for the much more beautiful younger woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got about four minutes. Closing arguments for why I think Bullock I'd rather be overall. So okay. clearly I champion Sandra Bullock because I'd rather have Sandy Bullock's career. I think one of it is just look. She's had a longer career. As I mentioned, I think it's pretty convincing that you look 1994. And really quickly, for Sandy Bullock on the blind side, that year, the other nominees, this was 2010, was Gatteray Sidibe for Precious, Meryl Streep for Julie and Julia. You know, she gets she gets nominated for pretty much every movie she does. Terry Mulligan for an edu education and Helen Mirren for The Last Station. Now, I did not see The Last Station. I've seen the other movies and I could see, I think this is a weak year. I think this was a weak year. And I think this was a year, let's just give it to Sandy because we love her. But my argument for Sandy is, look, she has been relevant from 94 all the way to 20. 22 and for a woman to have that kind of longevity which is almost 30 years i think says a lot about her and i just think that overall she is a better hang she is just a i think just a better person to to be around i think she is more down to earth she lives in texas and i just think in terms of her career i just think she's a better actress she can excel in the comedy clearly and she can do drama when she needs to. I don't think she really likes drama as much, but I think she just has more range. Go ahead on Robert. Yeah, I agree with you on this. I would rather be Sandy Bullock any day rather than Julia Roberts. Um, I know that Julia Roberts has a stable marriage and she has beautiful grown kids, 
but Sandy Bullock also has a son and um, she has her freedom. You know, she, I don't think she's gotten married yet. She's still a bachelorette. She's has, she does have much more range. She can be both bitchy and nice and uptight, which could be considered bitchiness. But yeah, she always is able to get unwound by the end of the movie by her suitor or, or whomever. So yes, I would rather be Sandra Bullock and have her career because she has has the longevity, as you mentioned. I think what Julia Roberts is, Julia Roberts was, I think it was more beautiful. She's essentially a walking mouth. I mean, you know, you think about when she <laughs> smiles, her face is gigantic. Those, that's, that, those teeth are gigantic. She's more attractive overall. But in terms of, I just don't think she has range. And if you look at like her iconic movies, Obviously, Pretty Woman. I'd say the top three are Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Notting Hill. And you could argue that, in, especially those latter two, she doesn't play a likable character, pretty hateful character. And again, no range. Her persona is her, 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 Julia Roberts is Julia Roberts pretty much in every movie. And when she tries to do something different, like in Mary Riley, it's just, it doesn't work. And Aaron Brockovich well, is just sassy Julia Roberts. She didn't deserve the Academy for work for that either. It's like, oh, I let's give her big breasts as she gets Academy Award. Now she's, I she's think sassy. She okay. She deserved the Aaron Brockovich. But I think if anything, she could have been nominated maybe for supporting actress and closer, because I think that's probably her top role. I and, think, I think and that's pretty true. woman. So yeah, I don't know. Pretty Woman. I mean, she she that's a that's a famous movie because she just comes out of the blue and she's so luminous and it's and she's gorgeous. Right. So it was kind of luck. Yeah, I don't I don't think she deserved it for that. I do agree. I think she is pretty good in Closer. I think all four of those characters in Closer deserved at least consideration. Right. I think nomination. Maybe. Somebody had to have been nominated. I think Natalie Portman was nominated. I I believe Clive Owen was nominated. But and I, also I, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah. All right. But I, I do I do think Julia could have been nominated too, but she she wasn't as strong of a character. So yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we both agree Sandy Bullock's had the better career and Sandy Bullock is more talented. That's not to say Julia hasn't had iconic roles and so forth. But I think we both agree that Sandy Bullock is gonna be a hundred years from now, probably better, better considered. All right, May, I appreciate you coming on. Sure, Gregory. Until next time, see ya. Okay, I'll see you later. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.